Well, hello, and welcome to a Zoom edition of the Sunflower Express podcast. Live from Cincinnati this time, not from Maryland. I am here in the studio, of course, Garrett Chad, and the one in Ohio is... Garrett Winkler. It's been nice. It's been a rainy day. I feel like I'm in Seattle, not Ohio. It's rained every single day I've been here. <laughs> Every single day. It's been cold and dreary, but um, I went out and I saw Nippert Stadium. Uh, today. It, it, it's an interesting stadium because it's, it's an old stadium. Um, I believe it was built in the mid to early 1900s. So um, it was a cool scene and everything. It was kind of funny. There was like no security or anything. So like literally uh, my group that I was with just like literally just walked down to the field. We were on the field and everything running around. And everything. There was a group of college people playing uh, frisbee, and everything. <laughs> it was kind of an experience. I, I um, I actually saw on Twitter the other day some some Cincy fan was talking about um in a thread of stadiums you can just, like walk into, and they say they just completely leave Nippert open all the time. Oh yeah, it is. I literally just walk down there. Like, I yeah, like students will go like eat lunch there and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's what Wichita State used to do. With the stadium, but then people got caught having sex and doing drugs, so they oh. closed it. <laughs> okay, I did not realize go shocks. that. Go shocks! I mean, um, they're tearing down the stadium right now, so I, uh, they probably got it all gated off for the construction zone. Oh, Wichita State Stadium, I should say, not yeah, uh, Cincinnati's. But as I was saying, it's like an older stadium that they built, like a very modern press box on top of. So it's kind of got a weird look to it right now. Um, uh, they got all that playoff money that came in, so. Um, it doesn't have the inflatable Bearcat anymore. I didn't know that. Oh. I the inflatable Bearcat was still there. So Ooh. I was a little upset about that. Yeah, I know. They they got rid of it. So a little sad about that. But either way, you know what I mean? So uh, what did you get up to while I was gone this weekend, Chad? Well, uh, let's see. What did I do? Oh, Friday. Went to a little mm-hmm. Thunder Hockey. There you go. Big dub for the Thunder over the Cincinnati Cyclones, believe it or not. Oh, uh, good, good job, Wichita. I'm glad. Good job, Wichita. Uh, it was a pretty good game. Then Saturday, we had a little costume party. That was a good time. Had by all. What did you dress up as? I was Waluigi. All right. I dressed up as an astronaut. So I went you look with a good. little bit more of a boring. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if you saw JT dressed up as the thing from Saul, so that was terrifying. I did. I, I JT and Ariana's costume was phenomenal. So <laughs> they won uh, best costume at the party again this year. I think this is their second or third year in a row. So. I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's always terrifying. Maybe I think it's their second in three years. I don't think they won it last year, but I could be wrong. But um, but no, well, I'm doing good up in Cincinnati. We are I'm attending Maction uh, tomorrow night. I'm seeing the Toledo. Rockets take on the Buffalo Bulls. And then on Wednesday, I'm watching good old Kent State, the Golden Flashes, take on the Akron <laughs> Zips. So we're going to have some fun matching time. I'll report back what I see and everything. But it'll be uh, my fourth and fifth game this year going to see. Uh, if you want to count the Cincy game uh, or the Cincy Stadium I saw, that'd mm-hmm. be six. But I'm kind of counting like five and a half. You know what I mean? I'm just going to count yeah. the Cincy Stadium as a half. So. All right. That sounds exquisite. 
We got a fun slate this week. Uh, do you want to dive right this into is, it? This is the quickest I've ever filled out the slate. Um, really? So you're, yeah. pretty, you're pretty positive on your picks. Pretty con- This could go really bad or yeah. really well. So let's just yeah. get into it. All right. All right. Uh, first off, starting off, of course, with Max, and we got a little. We got the Huskies. Good old uh, but yeah, good old Max, and of course, we got a little little Max spree to go on here. The Huskies of Northern Illinois are taking on the Chippewas, Central Michigan. Central Michigan. Um, uh, now, I uh, took a look at this, and I saw five and a half, and I took those points, man. Home dog. I like that spot for Central Michigan. Um, it's a Tuesday game. So it's gonna be nighttime and everything. Hopefully the the chips can get fired up and they can uh, get a win here. I think they're coming off a loss or loss or two. So hopefully they can get it turned around here at home against NIU. I am a little worried about Rocky Lombardi though. So you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I am riding with the Huskies this week. Actually, yeah. uh, I don't really know a whole lot about either of these teams. Uh, I watched Northern Illinois get clapped by Nebraska in week like two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Chippewas, we watched them for a spell against, I don't even remember who they were playing. But <laughs> I do know the Central Michigan coach sent out an email at the beginning of the year to all season ticket holders saying that things are going to change around there. I do, the I do recall that. That was uh, a bold move really by changed, him. So we'll see. Things have not changed thus seat. far. He didn't get this turned around and make a bowl game, but we'll see. Um, moving on, the game I'll be at. Buffalo Bulls coming down to Toledo, the Glass Bowl. Um, Toledo's favored by 15 and a half points. Too many points from action, man. I can't remember the last action game that was as much of a blowout. So I'm going to take the 15 and a half. I don't love it. I think Toledo's going to win it uh, maybe by 10, maybe 14. I don't know. But it's going to be a little scoring game. It's going to be 41 degrees and freezing. So. <laughs> Uh, we'll be, uh, look for me in the stands. I'll be <laughs> freezing my ass off out there, but it's going to be a fun trip. So, um, I am fading you here twice in a row right, going with fun. the Rockets. Uh, again, I haven't really, I, I know Toledo's pretty good and I know Buffalo is pretty bad. They're one of the worst teams in the country thus far this year. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ride with the Rockets here at 15 and a half. The Rockets uh, is our team, hands down. It's just, or you know, what I mean, late night, cold. You know what I mean? I so. think, I think part of this for me lies in the fact that I've seen Buffalo get torched on the ground a few times this year, uh, mm. and I just think Toledo's a better team overall, and they've got an okay running game, and I think that kind of plays into this. Buffalo's not super physical, so I, I like Toledo just to kind of run run the ball and, and take care of it. You might you might get burned a couple on these Maxion games, Chad. I, I know, know. I don't really. I'm kind of out of my element with the Maxion games. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll jump to Wednesday. Ball State travels to Bowling Green. Uh, Bowling Green's favored by five and a half. It's one of the worst games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ball uh, this is this is pretty rough. I'm going to go Bowling Green. I don't really know anything about this either of these teams, so I can't really comment. I don't Bet this game just for fun, but don't put any sizable thing on it. So, 
I'm going to go with Bowling Green as well. I just like yeah. five and a half at home. I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah. Ball State is also one of the worst teams in the country, and that's 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 pretty much it. <laughs> I've got a cat attacking me right now, so we'll Cleo pans up. Yep, Cleo the cat is meowing at me. So uh, moving on, though. So, so sorry about the interruption. Uh, Kent State Golden Flashes traveling to Akron, Ohio. I'll be at the, the flashes and the zips. Yeah, this is going to be something. Akron's laying three and a half, and I'm laying the three and a half with Akron. I think they get it done. These are both teams. I believe they're still one and seven or something like that. I think they both only have one. They are win. bad. They are so bad. I might be one of the only ones in the stands. So I should be easy to see. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Zips here. I mean, just the home team. I don't have any other analysis. Uh, <laughs> Kent State, Kent State's, uh, Kent State's terrible. So that's why I am actually going to go with Kent State. I think they're gritty. Uh, <laughs> they're gritty. I think they're they lose by three. I think they lose by three. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Moving on to Big Twelve, a stinky <laughs> matchup between TCU and Texas Tech. Hmm. Houston or TCU, uh. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. This one's in Lubbock, so I know it's an 11 a.m. kick, so it's not kind of the same atmosphere. But it, I it's like on Thursday. I thought. Let me check. This game on. I think this game's on Thursday. Um, but anyways, uh, as you're saying, it is in Lubbock. Oh, it is on Thursday. Worried. Excuse me. It's still a weekday, no, so fine. maybe not the same fierce yeah. atmosphere. But yes. Um, I I like I like the Red Raiders here in this spot. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I want TCU here. Um, I oh, think TCU man. better Hitler. than – what's that? This is the schism. This is when things really break apart. <laughs> I think it was about this time last year, too. I think it was literally this week last year um, that we really went both opposite ways, and you got torched, and I did good. So we'll see what happens here. But um, I want TCU here. I think TCU is better than what they've been playing the past couple of weeks. I think they bounce back here. I don't know. Something just gives me a TCU vibe. So I want TCU. I don't love it. You know what I mean. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Texas Tech. Uh, you'd have to check the injury report for them. They might be getting their quarterback back, so that might be what's going on with this line. But both these teams have kind of fallen off. I don't want to say the face of the earth, but you get my point. Is that you haven't heard much from both these teams recently? Yeah. Because ever since TCU got blown out and by K State and Texas Tech got blown out by K State. I don't want to say blown out, but they lost to K State. So <laughs> Shuck, Shuck these, is not coming back yet. <laughs> yeah. So I just don't know what to make of either of these teams. I I'll, I'll go TCU both on their backup quarterbacks. I think TCU is slightly better, so I'll go TCU here. What about you? You said you still with Texas Tech. I'm still gonna ride with Texas. Tech. All right. I like the tortillas. Go Raiders. Sure. Go Raiders. Um, Friday. Colorado State traveling to old Laramie, Wyoming. Wyoming's laying seven and a half. Uh, I went Wyoming here. I'm not playing Wyoming at home. They they did get torched at Boise State last week, so I am a little worried about that. I mean, and it's another one of those things that Wyoming laying seven at seven and a half points is worrisome in its own regard. But I am going Wyoming. Uh, I can tell you're not on the same page with me, so we'll see what happens here. <laughs> I'm going the Rams. Uh... <laughs> I do think Colorado State's a good team. I am just not betting Colorado State on the road. I think um, 
Let me take a peek here. What do I got? Colorado State's uniforms last week were pretty cool. That's your analysis. Yeah, one second. Hold on. Football. For all those who haven't been uh, watching Mountain West action, Air Force has just been torching teams. So, yeah. Um, Air, Air Force, I don't think, has uh, missed a cover all season. No, they are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, they're just physical. But, uh, yeah, Colorado State lost a 17 to Air Force. Uh, before I mean, that, they lost, lost by, to Air Force. So. Yeah, they lost by two to UNLV. I think this team has some grit to them. Uh, oh, yeah. Wyoming, to me, isn't an explosive enough team to really run away with this at all. So I think I think I like Colorado State to cover here on the road. Okay. Yeah. I – I went back and forth on that game. I wanted to go Colorado State, but Wyoming at home is just a force, and they're coming off a loss. So I went Wyoming. That was kind of my reasoning. I think they're a good team. I think they bounce back here. They get up. They find a way to cover at home. So I think Wyoming wins. I think they're the better team overall. So I'm not going to take the Rams on the road. Saturday slate, probably the game of the week, honestly. Um Kansas State traveling down to Texas. Huge game with Big 12 implica- implications here. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas State's been just dominant their past three games against Texas Tech, TCU, and Houston. Um, but Texas gives us issues. Like, just as a K-State fan, I think this is just one of those, those games I'm just in too deep on. I just know how this plays out. K-State's always got a lot of hype playing Texas. And for whatever reason, Texas just has our number. So I'm going to go Texas here. I don't love it. Um, my heart will probably bet K-State on Saturday. So, like, if you're leaning Texas and you're looking for me for wisdom, don't listen to me. Listen to someone else. Uh, so I'm probably going to end up betting K-State here. But for the purpose of this pod, I'm picking Texas just because <laughs> I have to be real with you that K-State always finds a way to lose this game. So I'm well, going to go, I'm gonna go Texas uh, that is true in which K-State traditionally does struggle with Texas. Um, but I tell you what, I tell you what, I'm Gosh. going with the Cats. I do. I almost, I, I I almost, this was K-State. almost my money line play. K-State's Dude, looking I think real good. I am going to put some a little bit of money on this uh, game. Uh, I was, was going to say, I'm probably just going to do K-State money half, line, but... It's not my yeah. pod money line pick. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah. I, I hope Casey can do it. Casey had a dominating performance against Houston last week, which is crazy. Um, I thought Houston would have at least uh, been – like, Houston was able to throw the ball uh, on a lot of teams. I thought they'd torch uh, K-State last week. But I think this is one of those things where K-State's just been riding really high and we're actually going to play <laughs> someone that's going like, gonna to screw with us a little bit. So we'll see what happens. But – Notre Dame, honorary ACC member, take another AC, ACC opponent. Uh, you riding with the Cats here? Sorry, I, I forgot. Yes, to pick. I, I am know. with the Cats. Okay. All right. Notre Dame. She, uh, to, what's that? She Dabo's meltdown today. I did not. What happened? Some dude called in. So they do like a, a radio thing with Dabo. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, this fan called in. And he said that Dabo, he told Dabo he's making too much money for being four and four. 
And then Davo oh. just went crazy on him. <laughs> Davo, he said, I don't care how much money I make, but he's making eleven and a half million dollars. Oh uh, well, yeah, when you're making eleven and a half million, you don't care. So. <laughs> yeah, um, and then he said, "I'm surprised you, you want this that job. Much, Why don't you come do it? It's not easy." <laughs> <laughs> Love the so, Davo accent you threw on that. <laughs> the uh, the the cracks are starting to show here for Clemson, um, yeah. and that's why I'm locking up the Irish on the road. In uh, in uh, in Clemson, yeah, yeah. This is. I think Notre Dame wins this. Um, I you might double check this line. I may have typed it out wrong. I have minus three, so you might double check that before we do our locks. If that makes sense, um, it could be Notre Dame minus three. Is what I'm saying. I I I wrote minus three down. I probably got it switched. I always do that. So, um, but if it is Notre Dame minus three, it's an easy play. No, it's it's uh, it's Clemson minus three. Either way, it's an easy, an easy play. I agree. Yeah. This is a great lock spot, but I'm locking up the next one, so I'll save that. I'll save that. <laughs> That's crazy because I'm also locking up the next one. Yep. Yep. This what is. Did I uh, say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Lead us into this game. I'm gonna. I gotta. Got him. So uh, this is uh, an interesting dynamic here. We have two programs that one could say are dumpster fires. But one is being put out, and that is Nebraska. And the other yeah. one is getting gasoline dumped on it, and that is Michigan State. So, <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, Michigan State is favored by three points in this spot. I, I think this is the one I switch. I think Nebraska's favored. Uh, well, I'm locking it up either way. It doesn't matter to me either. Yeah, I'm locking up Nebraska here. I think Nebraska wins this very, very handedly. So, um, I I said this. Uh, I can't remember if I said it on air or not, but it is Nebraska I minus said, three. Yeah, I said that. Um, freaking Matt Rule is going to struggle early on, and towards the back half of their season, that's when they're going to start winning games. I thought they had a kind of a tougher front loaded, like you know what I mean, schedule, and then towards the back half, they might sneak into a bowl game. And I still think that's possible. I think they're what four and three right now. Yes, they do have a winning record. And I was going to. I was going to give you a shout out for that take. That was a that was a good take. Uh, yeah. You had it spot on, yeah. and I'm growing a little more worried for the Nebraska Maryland matchup here in about two weeks. Uh, I, I will told be. You, in I was attendance. like, Nebraska's going to be playing good. Maryland has not looked as good, so I've been. No, October very... Maryland has struck. <laughs> yeah, All right, and even vice versa in the Colorado one. I mean, Colorado. I said take bet all. On Colorado, all their first couple games, and as soon as they get the conference play, get off them because those lines are going to be kind of crazy. So we'll see. But um, I mean, Colorado has been doing good covering against their Pac-12 opponents, but they haven't been winning. So mm-hmm. we'll see if Colorado can get one later in the slate. But yeah, I'm also in Nebraska. I'm also locking it up. Okay. All right. Up next, a little Pac-12 action. We got the Sun Devils. Uh, taking on this is a future Big Twelve matchup, by the way. Uh, taking on the Utes, uh, Utah, favored by eleven. Um, it's kind of tough to pick because because Utah looked like hot garbage last week, but they were. I mean, Oregon is obviously it's much Oregon. better than USC yeah. to me at this point. Um, 
And if this was in Tempe, I would lean going with the Devils to cover. But I think yeah. Utah just squeaks out a cover here. Um, I think they win by about 13. I, I could see them winning like 20 to 7. Yeah, I I originally went Utah on this, as you could probably see on the pick page. But I'm going to actually flop to Arizona State. Um, I think... Arizona State screws with some teams, man. They they've kind of kept it close against Washington. They uh they are a weird teams. team. I can't really get, get eleven. A, yeah, I think I'm gonna go Arizona State here. I'm not. I wouldn't bet this. I I don't like it. Well, yeah, I'd but, stay away from this, and I don't really like my Utah pick either. But it's just a lot of points. So I'm gonna it go is Arizona a lot State. of points. They keep but, it within a possession or two. But yeah, I think Utah bounces back here. I think they get a win. I think they look dominant doing it. Whether they get the cover or not, I have no idea. So I'll go to the Sun Devils, but I don't love it. Uh, I, I wouldn't touch this one. So the All Missouri right, Tigers, up, little SEC action. Got the Missouri Tigers coming in at number fourteen in the nation, I believe. Uh, taking yeah, on the top-ranked dogs, the top dogs, mm-hmm. if you will, Georgia uh, here in Athens. Georgia's getting fifteen and a half, and. Uh, I'm getting a sneaky little lock here, Winkler. I'm locking up the dogs. Georgia? Yeah. Well, it looks like we're going to have a lock battle because I'm locking up the Tigers. You're locking up the Tigers? I'm locking up the Tigers. I think Georgia, um, without Brock Byers, I think Missouri's going to put a little heat on it. Now, Georgia looked really dominant last week with Florida, so I think that's why this line's a little, I don't want to say inflated, but you get my point. I think... I think Missouri is a much better team than Florida. And I think that they, they're going to put a little bit of pressure on them. Now, this is like one of my weakest locks, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it was a great salt. But I don't have a whole lot of picks, locks this week. I don't, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of games I love. So, I am going to lock up Missouri here. Um, I think 15 and a half. I would not do money line. I don't like the money line at all. But I think uh, Missouri falls short on Georgia. Missouri almost beat Georgia last year. I do I remember that. Yes, Missouri was. And I think uh, Missouri's receiver is going to make it be the difference maker in this game. So I'm going to go Missouri. Yeah, Luther Burden, great talent. Probably the second best receiver in the country behind Maserati Marv. Um, but I, I think, to me, this matchup just smells for Missouri. I think uh, as a big Missouri hater, probably the biggest I have to admit, pretty talented team. However, I like Georgia's physicality way too much in this game to go with Missouri. Um, So I think even without Brock Bowers, I think Georgia still takes control of this one. I think they win by 17 here at home. All right. Moving on to bed. Oh, I skipped it again. Whoopsie. We're not doing bed yet. Penn State. Traveling to what was it? College Park, Maryland. College Take Park. Terps. Maryland. Maryland. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. This is Terps. the easiest lock I've had in my entire life. Lock up Penn I'm State. Bet your mortgage on Penn it. State. <laughs> I have I no idea why this is ten and a half. Yeah. Um, uh, Penn State did look bad last week, but I'm, I'm taking Penn State here. I think they. I think they get this done. Maryland. Um, Maryland. Is two the best embarrassing losses. Maryland's the best of the rest in the Big Ten. Um, I can't even State say that anymore. Is that middle middle tier? Penn State's that middle tier. You know what I mean? Between the elite and not. 
So I think Penn State beats down Maryland here. Um, I'm with you here. I'm gonna lock up Penn State. I don't. I don't. <laughs> this is always a I blowout. It's never close. <laughs> I am worried, but no, like don't it. be worried about this at all. This is yeah. this is an easy lock. I'm probably actually gonna put a few units on this. So dang, Chad's going all out. Um, I'm gonna have to bet early this one. week. I'm gonna have to bet early. I don't think I can in Germany. So. Yeah, you got to place all your bets tonight. I like to place my bets probably by Wednesday or Thursday. So, uh, since I'll be traveling as well. But yeah. moving on to Bedlam, the final ep- final showing of Bedlam for the foreseeable future. Oklahoma traveling to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are getting five and a half, and I'm riding with the Cowboys. Go Pokes. I'm locking it up. I think they are going to. Stillwater's going to be crazy, man. Stillwater's going to be lit on fire if they lose this game. So, I think that... <laughs> it's going to be lit State on fire if they win this. it, too. <laughs> I know. Either one. Um, I think Oklahoma State gets it done. I am worried about this, though, because Kansas got Oklahoma last week. If Oklahoma I know. got beat Kansas. So, that's the well, that's the big worry for me. I and... knew that Oklahoma would drop one of these two games, but I think they're going to lose this one as well. That's why I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with OU. I don't like it. I really want to go with the Pokes. Um, you see those? Well, let's talk about Kansas real quick. Kansas, like I don't even. I watched a little bit of this game. They had what three rushing touchdowns? Yeah, that's true. I just remembered Ollie Gordon. Ollie exists. Gordon is gonna run over Oklahoma. He's gonna rush for two or three touchdowns in this game. I'm flipping. <laughs> I'm flipping to the, the tables pokes. of turns. <laughs> I'm riding with the pokes. I believe. I'm walking up a five and a half. So even if they lose by a field goal and a like you know what I mean, a, a classic, one last bedlam classic, um, that's fine. But like, you still get the five and a half. That's an easy play for me. I will take the pokes. I love the pokes in this spot. Gundy's got something cooking. Ollie Gordon. Oh, yeah. He's got the. He's got the template. Dude, Gundy's um, been great since they're by. Beat K-State, beat KU. I think they beat um, – did they beat West Virginia after that? And then they just beat uh, – who they just beat last week? Um, West Virginia – or no, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They beat West Cincinnati. So they're on a four-game win streak since they're by. And so I, I'm taking the pokes here, man. I think this is a great spot for them. Yeah. Uh, one of the hottest teams in the country. You talked me into it. I'm flipping. Uh, go yeah. Pokes. Go Pokes. Go Pokes. I would not bet against the Pokes right now. Big, big, big 12 implications in this game as well. Uh, uh, I need Oklahoma State to lose a couple because otherwise can't I know, get because in. they have the tiebreaker over both their teams. So <laughs> Love to see Oklahoma State um, make it to the Big 12 title, though, especially over Texas or OU. So I'm okay if, you know what I mean, they went out. Like Yeah. Um, we just need Texas to lose a couple and everything. So I guess like if Oklahoma State wins out and K State wins out, I think they both go right. I mean, obviously I'm leaving out your Jayhawks here, but yeah, um, no, they would. Well, Iowa State um only has one conference loss, but if K State wins out, that covers that. Oh yeah, and then if KU wins this week, that takes yeah. care of that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that one. Uh, JMU traveling to Georgia State. This would have big uh, Sunbelt implications, but Georgia State probably will still go to the conference championship just because JMU is postseason banned. 
So that was dumb. But um, Georgia State's getting five and a half. I'm going to take Georgia State here. Um, I don't know why. JMU's one of the hottest teams as well in the nation. They're undefeated. But I like the Georgia State. I I bet Georgia State a lot. So I'm going to take Georgia State. I'm going to go the Dukes. I like the Dukes a lot. Smarter play. Probably the smarter uh, play. That defense is one of the top in the nation. Um, And yeah, I mean, they're just a really impressive team, man. So. They are undefeated. I really wish they could play in a bowl, but and thus far they they've won me some money this year. So we're gonna mm-hmm. keep riding with the Dukes, and uh, once again we we fade. So uh, it's getting good. interesting. Hey, I like the differences. I like the differences here. Um, Houston traveling to Baylor. Baylor's laying three and a half, and I'm gonna go the Bears here. Um, Houston is on auto fade for me. For the time being, Houston stinks. <laughs> Dude, I am, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Again, I don't know what to do with Houston. Dude, anytime I – whatever I do with Houston, the opposite happens. Yeah. So – Yeah, you can never pick them correctly. So that's why I'm going to go with Baylor as well so that maybe we'll both lose. I'm going to flip to Houston. Just because of that pick, I'm flipping to Houston. You are a bastard because I was literally – I was flipping to Houston, and then I thought of that great plan I just spit out. (laughs) I'll just stay with I'm going to go Houston here. Don't bet that game. (laughs) Don't ever bet a Houston game. No no one knows what's going to happen. Houston's going to get up and win this game by 14 points. You know that, right? (laughs) That's what's going to fucking happen. I know that's what's going to happen. In my goddamn brain. (laughs) All right. We then travel. Uh, Ames, right? Ames, Iowa. Dirty Ames, Iowa. Take on the Cyclones and old Big 8 action. This line was weird to me. This line was really weird to me. Iowa State's favored by two and a half. Uh, I believe that's incorrect. Double check it. I I, I think I... Because I had to double check it twice because I was like... um, there's no way Iowa State's favored by two and a half, but sure enough, on FanDuel, Kansas is uh, not the favorite. They're their dog in this one. But he's pulling it up. Um, can't, Iowa State's is a sneaky Big 12 team. They're looking like they're still in contention and everything for the Big 12. If they went out, I think Iowa State's in the Big 12 championship, which is weird because Iowa State had all those gambling scandals and everything, proving us wrong. But I'm going to go Iowa State here. If this line stinks, I wouldn't touch this game with a 10-foot pole. So... Um, hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm gonna make Chad pick the Jayhawks if uh, this line's wrong. Oh, it is two and a half. Iowa State For two Iowa and a half. State. Yeah, yeah. Um, tch, I'm going Hawks. <laughs> now, uh, but this... I think Kansas should be the favorite. This is wrong team favorite written all over it. However... But this this game still petrifies me, dude. It's you know how many teams fans. I've watched go into Iowa State in a night game and lose? Yeah. What time is this game being played at? 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. That's Ames, Iowa for you, baby. God, so, dude. Yeah, take, oh, God, I wish I was – uh, wish I could watch this. That's a um, great game. KU won last year because Iowa State missed, like, five field goals. Yeah. So that was, you know, a thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. uh, I like <laughs> – God damn, I can't pick against them. I gotta go, KU. Uh, you gotta, <laughs> uh, you gotta take this momentum. 
You got to keep going, okay? You cannot... Every time KU gets ranked, they lose immediately. Yeah. Seems like a letdown moment for me. Uh, that's what I'm going with for KU. I apologize for saying that, but I'm going to go Cyclones here. All right. BYU heads into Sin City, Morgantown um, to take on the Mountaineers of West Virginia. Um, West Virginia is laying 10 and a half. And BYU away from home is on auto fade for me. They are terrible on the road. I love them in Provo. That's why BYU is kind of one of the more fun teams to bet, just because in Provo they always cover. <laughs> and though on the road, they never do. So I'm going to lay the 10 and a half with West Virginia. Don't love it, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm also going uh, with the Mountaineers. Oh, yeah. They've, uh, they looked better than – Previously given credit for. Um, but, yeah, I like them here in Morgantown. I mean, this is pretty much just like a tale of two completely different teams in different atmospheres. West Virginia is always pretty salty at home. BYU is always pretty bad away from home, at least this season. Um, yeah. So, I'm going now, with West Virginia out. could still dominate this game and win by, like, seven. And, like, they're yeah. working like idiots, but... It's probably yeah. the right play to take this <laughs> West, West Virginia. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with West Virginia minus ten and a half. I think BYU for whatever reason just on the road they look terrible, man. They stink. They stink. They stink. We'll see. Oh brother! Yeah. I'll let you break down this next game, Chad. Washington traveling to Southern California, where USC is getting three and a half. Washington's laying three and a half. Yeah. What's your uh, thoughts on your Huskies here? So the Huskies, uh, they had probably back-to-back trap games. I shouldn't have locked them up last week. That was a short-sighted pick. Um, mm. They they escaped both of those, uh, Arizona and Stanford. Arizona State, I mean, and Stanford. Um, with a couple of wins under their belt. Uh, and I think this is really when they start flexing their muscle again. I mean, USC is just looking horrible. They beat. I locked up USC last week. Stupid. Shouldn't have done that. Um, USC looks bad, and I don't know if it's the defense. I don't know if Caleb Williams is just rattled or whatnot. It's just a mixture just of a few things, I think. Um, first, the defense is just consistently bad. I don't know how Alex Grinch still has a job. Uh, I think he's boys with Lincoln Riley. I think that's the problem. I, I think he that was might be the problem. He was he was with them all throughout his OU tenure as well. Like I don't sometimes you gotta on. you gotta look your friend in the eye and say, "Hey man, you choose a different line of work." <laughs> Maybe, like, um, Alex Alex that. Grinch is so bad at calling a defense. Maybe he should go be an offensive coordinator instead and see what happens. Um, <laughs> you never know; it might actually work out. D line but yeah, I mean. I think this is a great spot for Washington to make people realize that they are a very complete team, one of the best in the country. You know, they're still ranked at five, obviously, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think after the last couple of weeks, they kind of fell off people's radar. But I, I, I really like this matchup. And I think another part of the problem is, I meant to mention this a second ago, is for USC, I think defenses are starting to figure out Caleb Williams' weaknesses. And a good coordinator is going to be able to exploit that. 
All right. I think so, the big thing is that Caleb Williams used to not throw interceptions last year. I mean, not very often, but this year he's just been throwing a lot of picks. So, well, a lot of what I'm seeing that, is but. he's never had great footwork in the pocket. He's constantly got happy feet. He never really sets. Um, yeah. And and these defenses bring a lot of pressure. And the USC offensive line has kind of struggled in the past few games. And it's making Caleb Williams rush his throws. And, yeah, they, I mean, they put up 50 points last game. but mm-hmm. So, obviously, the talent and the execution is still there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh-huh. But I think – I just think that they don't really have a consistent run game either. And so teams are just kind of dialing up the heat on Caleb Williams and daring him to make – these throws and yeah, sometimes he make a, makes them and sometimes he doesn't. So uh, kind yeah. of a mixed bag out of USC, but I, I think Washington's really going to take advantage of that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I lock, I'm locking up the Huskies here. I think I'm locking up the Huskies roll. here. I think we're on a lot of the same picks in terms of locks. If that makes sense. But mm-hmm. um, I'm also locking up the Huskies. This is one of my favorite plays this week. Um, Three and a half, I think Washington could win up to 14. Um, I really think that the Huskies are just going to control the game pretty much from a standpoint. I mean, the Huskies have really surprised me. I was on Oregon, and then I am going to fade the Huskies down the line uh, this season because I think the Pac-12, just like the Big 12, is going to cannibalize itself. So, um, But we'll see. I don't think this is the game that they, they lose, though. I mean, it could be. Fuck, dude, that would be crazy if they lost this game. I'd be more surprised if, if they, they lose this game. This game it's going to be like fifty-two to forty-nine. Yeah, it's got to be a high-scoring game. But I think the Washington defense has looked good. I think they've, um, they, they, uh, God, who they play? Oregon Bo Nix. I think they kind of screwed with him a little bit. So, yeah, um, they forced a couple of, uh, uh, a couple of big stops against Oregon. I mean, yeah, they gave up thirty-three, but it's it's Oregon, so. Uh, and they made plays, I mean, just like Kansas kind of did this weekend. They made plays when it mattered to win the game on defense. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm all the way in on the Huskies. Oh, yeah. LSU traveling down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, Alabama's laying three and a half here. I'm on LSU. I really <laughs> like this play. Um, I'm also on LSU. Yeah, probably one. Uh, LSU is actually my money line play of the week. I've already bet it unfortunately so unfortunately unfortunately i'm having a lot of second thoughts just because i think this is a revenge angle for alabama but i do think lsu i think lsu is going to shred the bama pass defense i really think that um alabama's pass defense isn't as good as it has been in the past and i think jane daniels is playing really good ball right now so yeah lsu's offense is actually uh it's in good, a land man. of it's own, good. based on some analytics I saw this weekend. Uh, so, got, I think the second ranked offense in the country overall. So, yeah. And I mean, the defense is an issue, but I think because this is a Bama team that's less talented on offense than they have been in the past, this is mm-hmm. the this is a great time for LSU to have a bad defense against Bama. Yeah. I. I just think LSU could probably put up 35 to 42 points in Alabama's defense. And that's something that we haven't seen in the past. I don't know if um, Jalen Milrow or the Alabama offense can keep up with that. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I could be – Alabama could win this 42 to 28, and I wouldn't be super surprised. 
But I just – I really think LSU is going to get him this year again. I mean, obviously they won last year in overtime, but I think LSU's team got better and Alabama teams got worse. Obviously it's in Death Valley and everything, so I don't know. But uh, I really like LSU in this spot. I just I, – I wouldn't even take the three and a half. I mean, I think LSU is going to win this game or they're going to get destroyed. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going <laughs> to – do the money line, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it because it's I think it's plus one forty six, one seventy six, something like that. So, um, I, I'm really high on LSU right here in this spot. I think if LSU wins out, people will be competing for another SEC title come uh, later in the year. All righty. Well, moving on back to the Pac twelve here. Uh, a member of the Pac two versus a new member of the Big Twelve. Uh, Oregon State, mm-hmm. Colorado, going to battle here yep. in Boulder. Uh, Oregon State, 13.5-point favorites here. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this is my weakest lock by far. I'm locking this game up for Oregon State. Uh, I'm not super confident in that at all. I just needed a six lock. Uh, I think they win by 14. I'm on Colorado here. Oregon State lost to Arizona last week. I don't know if you saw that result. I did not. because of a, a play at the end of the second half. I didn't half. see exactly. Yeah, I didn't see exactly what happened, but I did see the result. Oregon State. Um, I'm two wins away from a uh, over on their season win total of eight and a half, and. Pretty nervous about it now. And I think Colorado at home late at night, they might screw with them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play Colorado here. I am betting this. I don't think I'm gonna lock it up on this pod. Ah, I'll lock it up. I'm gonna go Colorado against it, chat. <laughs> got two lock battles this week. It'll be fun. I gotta ditch another lock. So we'll see. I won't lock up the next one. But um I'm gonna go Colorado here. Colorado, I knew that they could keep it close against UCLA. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is Oregon State's defense. If Oregon State's defense comes to play and shuts down Colorado like I'm kind of expecting them to, I don't know if Colorado can do much to stop that. So this is kind of a risky play for me, but it's also kind of a fade play because I also have Oregon State's over. So there's a lot, I have a lot of ulterior motives here, if that makes sense. But I think Colorado is good enough to hang with the Beavs. I don't think they win it outright, but – uh, I think Oregon State wins like a 10, 7-point game, something like that. And Oregon State always finds a way to make the score weird. So points do kind of matter in this kind of sense. So, Well, Colorado's O-line is under a lot of pressure. Uh, Dion, after the game last week, said he was asked about his O-line. He said, if they're not up to the task, I'm just going to go get new ones. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. How that goes, or whether that's motivating or not. Anyway, his son's back there playing quarterback, so I don't know if I would have said that. But yeah, that's kind of rough. Moving on, Mountain West action. The Broncos, after a big win uh, over the Wyoming Cowboys, now take on Fresno. Fresno just slipped out over UNLV. We both had Fresno at minus nine and a half. They only won by seven, so we missed that. Um, Fresno favored by three and a half here. Um, and I feel Broncos like Broncos are kind of kicking in the gear, aren't they? They are. They are, and I'm a little surprised by it. But I also feel like Boise is another one of those teams that, away from home, 
Yep. They kind of. I agree. Kind of up in the air. Until Boise can, I I'm, I'm I think we're leaning both the same way on this pick, Chad. Um, I'm going Fresno State here. I think that, like you said, Boise away from home is pretty not good. I am betting this one. I do like this pick. I don't know if I'm going to lock it. Uh, this is kind of one of my fringe ones. I kind of had a couple that I was like, oh, I'm sure about this is one that was fringe. I still will bet this, but uh, I like Fresno here in the spot. Minus three and a half. I think Fresno, man, is they're just the Boise killers. Um, even last year, they got Boise. They didn't get Boise at home because they're on their backup quarterback, but um, back when Jay Kaner was out. But I think Fresno State, Jed Tefford, they got that program running. I think Fresno State and Air Force are going to be in the uh, Pac-12 champion – or Pac-12, God. <laughs> the new Pac-12, <laughs> the Mountain West <laughs> um, championship together. So I'm excited to see that and everything. So uh, I think Fresno gets it done against Boise and Boise – Boise's uh, Mountain West hopes are crushed yet again for another year. Yep. Yep. I am going with the dogs. Hey, as uh... – Fresno and San Jose played. Not yet. Battle for the Valley. The Battle for That's, we gotta watch that one. Uh, you know what week that is? Oh, uh, is that when I'm going to Nebraska? That's when you're going to Nebraska. I I mentioned that to you earlier in the year. I remember that. Yep. Shoot. Well, you should yeah. just come to Nebraska and we'll watch it there. No, I'm. I probably will end up in Wichita. Uh, I think. Mean, Beth might be getting a little sick of us traveling around for all these college football games. That's fair. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm still kind of a game time decision on the Nebraska game, so we'll see. But, yeah, the battle for the Valley is coming up, and I'm very excited for that. So uh, you're going to be in Germany next week, right, Chad? I am. Connor will be taking my spot on the pod next week. Very excited. Uh, I'll have to reach out to him and get it all lined up. I know Connor's primed and ready to get back on the microphone. He's been itching for it. He's got podcast experience, so you guys should have a good time with him. He's a funny fella. You should enjoy. Um, I remember I told Connor game after on the they slate. lost. What's that? You got one more game on the slate. I know, but I want to talk about Connor for a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember I told Connor after they lost uh... – I think it was Minnesota week one or week zero or something. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, Matt Rose is going to get him better by the end of the year. So I can't wait to <laughs> talk with him about how his tra- trajectory with uh, Nebraska is looking. <laughs> I bet he's, he, I hope he has a corn hat on. That's the one thing I do hope. Uh, you should just tell him to wear his corn hat. I'm sure he will. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll get to the last game real quick. UCLA traveling out to Arizona. Arizona is getting two and a half, which means UCLA is laying two and a half. Um, I'm going Arizona here. This was my money line play, but it's a little bit of a riskier one. I've bet against UCLA for like the past three or four weeks, and I've hit, I think, the majority of them. So I'm going to keep the trend going. I'm going to go Arizona here. Yeah, I'm also on the Wildcats. Um, the, for those of you keeping track at home, I have not laid down a money line play, but it's all right because I'm laying it down here. Cats are winning this game. At home, they've had some big wins this year. They've beaten Oregon State. They've beaten mm-hmm. Washington State. Um, so, this this the, the the cats are sneaky good, and I really did not think they would be. So, congratulations! I didn't either. I'm glad. Uh, I don't know who the coach is, but he's building. He's getting them rebuilt very slowly and surely. 
I don't know if it'll be in time for their merger into the Big 12, so we'll see about that. But um, Arizona's been very competitive in a lot of games this year. I like what I've been seeing with the Wildcats. So I think that, I honestly think Arizona's a better team here. I agree with you. I, think I do too. I'm not super play. high on UCLA. I'm not either. Uh, I like UCLA's running back. It's a Carson Steele. Great name. Um, so I, but I don't think Carson still could do it alone. And Arizona, I believe, is a more physical team. So I think Arizona gets it done here. Arizona's football coach is Jed Fish. Jed Fish, baby. Jed Fish. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't think there's many fish in Arizona, but no. he was previously uh, the New England Patriots quarterbacks coach. Uh, UCLA's interim head coach in 2017, and he was also an offensive assistant for the Rams. So that is good for uh, Jed Fish. Good for Jed Fish. It seems as though he was the offensive coordinator at Miami in 2012 and Minnesota in 2009. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're pretty good. Good job, Jed Fish, go. for for doing some stuff. Uh. <laughs> I'll go ahead and recap my locks real quick, if you don't mind. I'm locking yeah. up Nebraska minus three. I'm locking up Missouri plus 15 and a half. A little bit of a lock battle between Chad and I. Locking up Penn State with Chad minus 10 and a half. Locking up Oklahoma State plus the five and a half. I'm locking up um, Washington minus three and a half. I'm locking up Colorado plus 13 and a half. That's a little bit of my riskier plays, but screw it, riding with Dion. And I'm going to ride the LSU money line against Alabama. So we will see how I do this week. I remember last week, we uh, or last year, we had a week right around this time that uh, we had the opposite picks on a lot. So hopefully. Uh, the great schism, one might say. Yeah. The great schism part two coming up for you. All right, uh, and then my locks, just to recap, I've got Notre Dame plus three. Uh, I've got Nebraska minus three. Uga, minus 15 and a half. Georgia. UGA, Georgia, the dogs. Uh, I've got Penn State minus 10 and a half at Maryland. Uh, I've got UW minus three and a half at USC. Uh, and then finishing it off, Oregon State minus 13 and a half at the Buffs of Colorado. So kind of a... a, a Risky play there at the end. I'm not really confident in that, but I need a yeah, lock. Neither so. one of us are confident in that game. We still locked it. So, uh, <laughs> some, some interesting stuff there. But um, um, I did want to talk to you about a couple things. First of all, Army joining the American and joining their uh, rivalry with Navy. Do you see what's Indeed. going on with uh, they're going to play Navy as an out of conference game, so it will not count. I did their see that. Record. It does not count towards the conference record when Army and Navy play, um, which is intriguing to me. Uh, and then Maybe. they had a special rule if they were to meet in the conference championship, but I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. It'd probably just be the winner of it because there's no division, so they'll probably just take the winner of it. And the third place team would get in. That's my guess. I have no idea. I but can't remember. How do you feel? How do you feel about Army joining the American? I mean, just not diving too deep into the. Uh, um, I don't know what to say, but the not diving too deep into like the logistic 
or the uh, like all those rules we just kind of went over. Like, I actually really like this play. Um, I like having the service academies in the American. Don't know why, but um, I know you weren't as a fan of it. So I'm kind of curious yeah. to get your take on why you weren't. Um, I kind of just like Air Force is an exception, but I kind of just like Army and Navy being independents. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. To me. I don't know. They just don't really fit in a conference in that way. Like, I mean, for basketball, it's different. You know, like, you kind of have to be in a conference for basketball. But football, I, I think part of it is I'm just kind of sad to see the independents kind of slowly die off. Well, I like independents, you know. They're so intriguing to me. Yeah. I think this is because uh, obviously Wichita State's in the American, so um, this is kind of a little bit of a home conference for us. Like we always like cheering on the American and everything, but I think this is a good move for the American just because like service academies. I mean, do what you will, but like they they do bring a little bit of that uh, old timey luster. You know what I mean? I mean, Army and Navy are two historic programs. Whether you want to yeah. argue with it or not, I think they won a lot of. National championships back in the 30s and 20s. A lot, of, a lot of Heisman winners back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Roger I do like how the American got these two historic teams that, you know, I mean, they don't really compete as well as they used to back in the day, but still, they're still historic teams. And it's harder for them just because of the talent level and how much money is in college sports and everything. But <laughs> I think it's a good move for the American just because of, like, money purposes. I mean, uh, I don't know, like you said, the Ameri- that Army-Navy game is not going to be an American Conference game, so I guess that's not going to draw on, like, the money that that game draws in. But still, you still kind of get um, a little bit more interest in the American as the Army plays. Um, and I'd much rather see Army play, like, Charlotte than I would rather see Army play, like, LSU. Does that kind of yeah. make sense? I think the competition... I will say that is, that is a, a solid argument against the... Um... The independent factor is yeah. that sometimes you do get Army and Navy against, like, mm-hmm. I mean, or like UMass playing Auburn, you know? Yeah. I mean, so that is one element that I will say I'm fine with them going to a conference mm-hmm. for because I think it does make them a little more competitive. But at the same time, to me, as a college football traditionalist, uh, yeah. I don't like to see the independents kind of get flushed away. I also think we're probably going to see um, whenever the Mountain West merges with the pack, uh, which is probably inevitable. You know what I mean? Whether they're under the Mountain West banner or the pack banner. I don't know if Air Force, I, I'm just unsure oh, if Air Force Kings. wants to be in front of that. <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't know if they're even going to be a part of that. So maybe Air, this is a move for the American to also nab up Air Force. I think that's kind of funny branding that they're named as the American Conference and they have all three service academies in it. You know what I mean? I yeah. just I don't know why. It's more of just like I, I kinda like that. But we'll see what kind of happens with that. Um but one other thing I wanted to mention is I don't know if you saw um Brian Ferentz, yeah, offensive I coordinator sent that for to Iowa. Today. Yeah. He uh, resigned. Yes, you did send that to me. Sorry, I I forgot where I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yes, what are your thoughts Brian, on Brian Ferentz resigning? I think that it is kind of sad, Six honestly, months. man. 
It is sad. It is sad. I do respect him. I do respect how he resigned. You know what I mean? Instead of making Iowa fire him, he's like, okay, I get it. I'm terrible at my job. Here you go. (laughs) But I am glad he's coaching out through the remainder of his year. And it'd be hilarious if Iowa scored like 40 points a game. (laughs) That's what I was literally about to say. I was about to say, I think it would be absolutely comical if Iowa, like, if Brian Ferentz just turned into the most elite offensive mind of all time, and for the rest of the season, they just averaged like 40 points a game. You know? Like, that would be the funniest thing probably ever to happen to college football. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Brian Ferentz. I mean, Iowa's just a defensive-minded team. It's just their brand identity and everything. So, like, hey, I don't really necessarily blame him for what's going on. I mean, I'm sure he – uh, Kirk's kind of got a game plan. He's like, hey, I want you to kind of run this or whatever. So I, I don't know how much Kirk's involved versus Brian, but I do think a change had to be made. So I'm not opposed to like, you know what I mean? Iowa I, know, I think up, I think but. Kirk has a bit more say in it than people think. You know how much yeah. Kirk loves punting the ball. Oh, yeah. Talks about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I I just think that do respect Kirk or Brian for resigning, but I don't know how much he'll change. I wouldn't want to see Iowa go air raid or anything like that. So, um, I, obviously, you got to get pro style, kind of what Michigan's running up there. Um, you got to get a little bit more of the power run going that is effective. <laughs> obviously, Iowa has not been effective, but whether that's talent or coaching, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't think I was going to get the players that Michigan has. They gotta do something to get a little bit more creative, but we'll see. Um who who's your too soon, too early candidates for the Iowa opening? Alex Grinch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got uh, I think it'd be funny if Dana Demo went up there. <laughs> dude, a little Dana Demo offensive coordinator and then eventual head coach action. Come on. <laughs> Hey, what's you know, not Dana's about to get that. Dana's going to get fired from UTEP soon, so I think Dana would be the perfect candidate for them. Um, I saw, I mean, it's mostly just tweets flying around about Scott Frost becoming the ultimate uh, Nebraska villain and take <laughs> bringing the spread to Iowa. That would be that would be kind of funny. Maybe maybe Tom Herman can come back up north. Uh, no, Tom Tom Herman's got a head coaching job. I don't think Tom. Yeah, Herman I know. Do, I don't yeah. think he'd do that. Um, I don't know. Off the top of my head, that's hard to say. Um, yeah, yeah, it's way too soon. So I just thought it was funny, especially for a coordinator position. But um, do you think this means that Kirk is gonna hang it up soon, or do you think this is just? I mean, uh, he is a getting move. a little old. I think I think he lasts a couple more seasons here, and then. Then maybe hits the road, um, but I don't know. Kirk's really stubborn, man. So yeah. they might have to force him out. Do you think if uh, that punt gets a uh, if that punt uh, Cooper Dijon ran back, if it doesn't get called back for a fake hair fair catch, do you think uh, he he, re- he resigns after a win? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I don't think he resigns. I don't, I don't think, think he would resign. This is an NCAA hack, man. That's, 
The NCAA yeah. is scared of Brian Ferentz. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this and is. In his, so. his raw power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That's all I got. Do you have any of the headlines you want to talk about? No, not at this moment. College football playoff rankings will be coming out soon. Um, other than that, man, I guess I'll I'll see you guys in in two weeks. Be two weeks here before you hear my voice once more. Um, uh, and I will try and enjoy Germany to the best of my ability. As Winkler is enjoying Ohio. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you rate Ohio? Uh, It's beautiful here, man. This time of year, like, all the trees are, like, all different colors. It's like what you see in, like, the movies and everything. Like, anytime you watch a Halloween movie, all the trees are, like, orange and red. So it is beautiful in that aspect. Um, I kind of came at a weird time because it's cold and dreary. Like I said, it's raining, rained every single day. But the one thing I really like about Ohio is that it's a lot of small businesses. Like Skyline Chili, it's not a national business. I mean, it's not, I know it's not a small business, but you get my point. Is I mean, we both live in Wichita, and it's very corporate. You see, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> um, a Chick Fil A or a Chicken Max, or you know what I mean. You see all these different like big corporate McDonald's, Taco Bell. Like that's all Wichita is. And in Ohio, you got all these kind of unique places and shops. I went to this place called. Uh, jungle gyms international market and it's like a walmart but they have literally every brand like they literally go out and they buy every brand so like they got all these different brands and everything i found like all sorts of stuff i've never seen from wichita it's a very cool place and it was started by a guy who was here in ohio who just sold produce out of the back of his van and he always had like weird produce from brazil and whatnot so I think just based on that, just like, you know what I mean? I think there's a lot more of a culture built here that I'd probably give it like a six or seven. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a nice state, but like, um, it's obviously not like fucking Hawaii. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just a tropical paradise. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I, I do like it. Um, it, it, it it's fun to visit. Um, I'm excited for action. It's getting getting a little colder. Wish I could see a little couple snow flurries tomorrow, but you know, kind of glad I won't be freezing too bad. So yeah, we uh, we had some flurries here on Sunday for a moment in time, just a there just a go. couple of minutes, but didn't stick. There we go. Um, but yeah, all the leaves kind of they were they were yellow here for like a day, and then they just fell off. So so all, all the trees are already bare. Uh, a few of them. <laughs> Dang. Well, I guess we'll have to check it out when we get back. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the weather forecast, and I, I saw it's going to dip down like the 30s in Wichita, and then it's supposed to immediately shoot back up to the 70s when I get back. So I'm yeah. never going to see that in Wichita. But yeah, but yeah. Um, thanks for holding down the stud and everything, Chad. I hope oh, you yeah. stay warm in Kansas. Um, I'm trying. Than I am right now. I woke up this morning and it was 25 degrees and I was like, damn, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Chad, Chad was not ready for it. <laughs> I was not. It just came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, when I, when, yeah. When I went to Nipper, I was freezing walking to the stadium. I was like, oh, I'm not prepared for this. I just had a light jacket on. I almost didn't wear a jacket, so thank God I did. But <laughs> it's kind of uh, – I'm really getting used to that Great Lakes weather and everything. Oh, yeah. You know that – 
that 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 wind comes down from the lakes really just oh, yeah. kills your bones. And it's funny because I'm saying that I'm not even experiencing the worst of it. I know that they could get like three or four feet of snow at a time. <laughs> so I guess I'm not really experiencing it to the full extent, but we'll see. I'm also in the southern part of Ohio, so it's probably just what, you know, the Midwest experience. Yeah. So. Well, hey, I don't got much else. You got anything left, Chad? No, not much else over here. Uh, thank you guys for listening once more. Uh, we'll have our locks out here on the Twitter here. Well, I don't know. I'll upload that probably tomorrow. Uh, this episode should probably be out. To be honest, not going to edit it tonight. Probably going to do it tomorrow. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this should be out on Wednesday for you guys. So uh, if you have any games you want to cover, let us know. And uh, I suppose we'll see you when we see you.